1: I'm Dan Reefer with Fox 56, along with Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. Locked Kentucky is brought to you locally by Buffalo Trace Distillery, offering six unique complimentary tours seven days a week, year-round. Mention that you heard about Buffalo Trace Distillery on the Locked Kentucky podcast and get 10% off at the gift shop. All right, coming up on today's show, we are going to begin with Spring football. It has begun uh, at UK. No, we're not. <laughs> I
0: was like, "Are
1: you kidding? are you kidding me, Dan?" <laughs> One of the uh, most amazing comebacks in the John Calipari era happened over the weekend, and it was—I um, mean, it just couldn't have gone worse. And I'll tell you from my personal experience of it. I, I didn't get to watch the game uh, as it was happening. I was at uh, my kids' basketball game, and then. They wanted to go to, everyone wanted to go to get something to eat after his game. So I caught it from the second half on, I went and rewatched it, but I'm watching the second half. Uh, <laughs> they get down by 18. Uh, Calipari gets the technical. He's walking off quickly fouls out. And I said, "Ah, oh, it's over. It's yeah. over. And yeah, I said, that, "Warm up that's the it. bus.
0: And of course yeah. that always comes back to bite you in the ass. Uh, yeah, I mean this so, is, much, stacked
1: them. so <laughs> much stacked against him so much stacked against him that you had to have what you had and it's pretty telling that you got it about the team in general I think
0: yeah I mean uh, it's funny because I tweeted this and then I felt bad because some, one of the people replied I don't even need to read your story story now <laughs> but but this is this is one of the, how I tweeted out uh, my link this morning uh, Ashton Hagens did not make the trip. Nick Richards, who, by the way, was the SEC leader in field goal percentage, was one for seven at halftime. Florida was up 18 points with 12 minutes to go. Calipari thought he got ejected right around that time and came back. Emmanuel quickly fouled out with nine minutes to go, and they were still down 13, and Kentucky won. (laughs) And Tyrese
1: Maxey made one shot. Tyrese Maxey made one of 11 shots. So no Haggins. Tyrese Maxey made one shot. Quickly's last field goal came with eighteen forty one to go in the game, and he fouled out.
0: Yes. Yeah, so over the over, so the three starting guards that have carried this team right. over the last nine minutes of a game on the road at Florida against the top thirty team, uh, where you're down by thirteen over the last nine minutes, they got three points out of their their starting backcourt. Amazing. And they won. and They came back amazing. to win. I mean you know i have no regrets about saying warm up the bus there was a, the kentucky actually tweeted out one of those probable like win lose probabilities they were 98.9% uh florida was to probability win. to win when they were up 18 98.9% yeah. uh, to win and kentucky won and and it was a, like to me it's incredible how like the last basically last 12 minutes of the Tennessee game when they were up 7 to have these games back to back is absurd they're up 17 they're up 17 with i think 16 minutes to go against Tennessee and blow it at home on Tuesday night and that that last you know 15 16 minutes totally altered the vibes of the season because they'd won 8 in a row oh, and all yeah. the, you know and, and clinched the league and then all of a sudden they blow this they just stunningly blow this lead Higgins is arguing with Richards. Higgins is ar- arguing with Calipari, and then everybody immediately has to wonder: like, is this all just has this like delicate balance where they've been squeaking out these wins? Is it all fool's gold? Is this whole thing gonna fall apart? And then they get down eight. Then then Ashton Higgins doesn't come on the trip. Yeah, and they announce so an hour before tip off that he's Calipari says he's staying back for personal reasons. So then you're then you're going. Oh my gosh! You yeah, know, they're definitely teetering, and then it's just a complete disaster, and they're down eighteen. Calipari's sweating profusely. He looks like he's got coronavirus on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody, so a friend of mine uh, who may be listening to this, texted me: uh, Kentucky, Kentucky's best road coaches of the Calipari era ranked number one: coronavirus Cal. Number two, Kenny <laughs> number two, Kenny Payne, and number three regular Cal. Uh, which is funny. But all this stuff is going wrong. And so now really, I mean, if they had just gone on to get blown out after blowing yeah. that lead against Tennessee, I don't think anyone on planet Earth would have any faith in this Kentucky team. None at all. We've all the, been shaken. Into the postseason and now they they just go Bananas for 12 minutes with all backups, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, except Nick Richards. They play Nick Richards, who'd been on like a four game slump and stunk, just absolutely stunk in the first half, dr- carries them, puts them on his back, has this chance, puts them in position, and then all the role players, you know, Nate Sestina comes up with huge plays. Keon Brooks has this huge game, uh, the game of his life. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Juzang. Juzang you know, those three guys, the, the sixth, the on a normal night, the sixth, seventh, and eighth men on the team combined for 29 points and 11 rebounds and shot like 70% from the field. They all hit at least one three. I mean, that was enormous. And it then e, And then EJ Montgomery, the guy that, like, you know, everything about him is energy and effort and will he make, you know. And he didn't have a big game at all, but he comes flying in on the backside when they get it to within one. With 12 seconds to go, Keon Brooks makes a great move. If he dunked it, he would have been the hero of heroes. <laughs> yeah. But he tries to kind of float it up there. First miss of the game for Keon Brooks, who was, I think, 5 of 6 or 4 of four or five. 4 of 5. 4 of 5, yeah, from the field. But E.J. Montgomery comes flying in, tips it in, they get a stop, game over. Um, for them to win that game, 71-70, to 70, it absolutely transformed how people – like, again, like in the span of a week, tw- twice it happened. Everybody went from s- the Saturday before against Auburn thinking, like, this team can go to the Final Four. Right, they two seed. To Tuesday night with – sixteen minutes to go and you're up seventeen against Tennessee going, they can win the whole thing. To, right. They blow the game and you go, uh oh, and then Haggins doesn't come and you go, uh oh, and then they're down eighteen and you go, it's over. Season <laughs> yep. the season is a disaster. <laughs> they're and, not even gonna make
1: it to the second weekend of the tournament. <laughs> and
0: and they storm back and in the span of twelve minutes have completely flipped the script again. And now you go, okay, get Hagen's back. And yep. who, who can't they beat? So uh it was why I mean I, I don't I can't think of a a more dramatic sort of roller coaster of perception of a team in the span of seven days than what Kentucky did from Auburn to Tennessee to Florida. It was just, I still can't really believe that they had that kind of a week. It, it, not, I, don't, I have never seen one
1: like it. it. It just shifted from one, one extreme to the other so quickly. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. Um, and uh, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, Ashton Hagen's situation, much more on this game. But just want to remind you, if your business is looking to reach men ages 18 to 44, then Locked On Kentucky is where you want to be. 98% of our listeners are men, 80% between ages 18 to 44. Let us help bring them to you. Our rates are very reasonable. Email me at LockedOnKY at gmail.com so we can get started on helping grow your business. At Buffalo Trace Distillery, the world's most award-winning distillery, see 200 years of bourbon-making history in action. Smell the mash cooking. Touch the charred oak barrels aging in century-old warehouses. Hear the tales of bourbon legends, Taylor, Blanton, Weller, and Lee, and taste award-winning spirits at America's oldest continually operating distillery. Experience a tour for every taste. Buffalo Trace Distillery offers six unique complimentary tours, seven days a week, year-round, like the popular Trace Tour, or see Bourbon Pompeii and walk through history on the E.H. Taylor Tour. Visit the world's bourbon destination, Buffalo Trace Distillery. To learn more about the distillery's history and spirits, visit Distillery.com. Mention that you heard about Buffalo Trace Distillery on the Locked On Kentucky podcast and get 10% off merchandise at the gift shop.
0: You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast.
1: Okay, we're back here on the Locked On Kentucky podcast and uh, talking about this 18-point rally that Kentucky had against Florida. Uh, what, what is, um, I, I don't know, so impressive to me is that when you had to have Johnny Juzang and you had to have Keon Brooks and you had to have Nate Sestina, they were able to deliver. And then when you watch them talk after the game, uh, there was this feeling that I think Johnny Juzang even said, uh, I'm proud of us. Yeah. Uh, and Nick Richards said, you know, we love Ashton like a brother, but we couldn't wait on him. I mean, we had, we had to do this and, and they did. And then the the post-game locker room celebration that Kentucky's, uh, basketball Twitter account tweeted out was, you know, them dousing Richards with, uh, with water, uh, and, and celebrating it. And, they still seem to be like it. It felt like you talk about that roller coaster with Hagen. It felt like there was a fracture there because that argument and stuff that he had with Calipari uh, during the Tennessee game coincided with the collapse. Right. And then he's not going to this game. And so now it feels like there's a fracture. Well, maybe this team's not as close as we thought it was and all that stuff. But I, I don't think there's any doubt that this team is um, together, that yeah. they do care, that they are one and they can do it. Uh, so many different guys can do it. When Calipari says, uh, "I like to have five, six different guys score twenty-five in a game," because you never know when you're going to need one of them to do it. And here's Richards getting seventeen second-half points for you.
0: Yeah, and and you know, I think unity was like, is this team? Do they like each other? Are they jealous of? We talked about that. Are they jealous of each other? You know, yeah. like you know, is, did the picnic and pick quick and picnic pick quick? You know, did did that you know cause some jealousy? with Hagen's, with Maxi, with any of those guys. Um, and one thing I would point to is Calipari tweeted out, I like my team afterwards with the photo yes. of mm. all the guys. And think about <laughs> even just looking at this photo right now, let's paint the picture of it. And could you, could you have imagined it in your mind that they go on the road and they storm back and the final five guys on the court are Tyrese Maxi at point guard, Johnny Juzang at the two, Keon Brooks at the three, and then Nick and EJ. Uh, right. Not a picture up, but they're all celebrating. And then I, I tweeted a video that Kyle Mann had pointed out. Yeah. My, my former podcast host, and it's it's up um, uh, on my Twitter feed. They that photo is from a moment like right after the ball was went out of bounds off Florida that pretty much right. sealed it for Kentucky. Uh, they all like they're all signal like it's you know our ball. Simultaneously, right. and then when they when they when the officials say yes, it's your ball, they all do like the Tiger Woods fist pump in yeah. unison. And there's been some like worldwide Wob, I think is the account that will do these basketball uh, synchronization videos because mm-hmm. it ha- it, yeah. weir- it weirdly happens with teams where they do these like guys will do the same motions, you know, they'll be in sync, um, and and maybe it's cheesy, but I thought it was like a cool looking thing. Um, that they all did that together, that they were all like uh, just sort of – they were really together in that moment. They were together yeah. at the, the end of the game. The You know, the ball moved. The offense looked really good down the stretch where it had looked really bad early.
1: The yeah. defense
0: was – you know, they had to really – a bunch of guys who don't normally necessarily play in those groupings together had to figure out a way to defend together against a team that was driving the, their brains out without Ashton Hagens. Uh, and Nick Richards explained after that they started switching everything down the stretch, yeah. and so the bigs were switching on to guards and doing a great job.
1: Which I noticed Nick Richards doing that. Yeah, you know,
0: and, you know, that, you know if, you, if you want to ask if he's an NBA player, seven-foot guy that can move his feet like that, yes, I think he yeah. is. But um, that's why everybody's got such a good feeling, I think, about this team after that game, because they, I mean, you're going to face adversity in the NCAA tournament. And I can't think of a more adverse situation than and that
1: and that Florida student <laughs> section is so hostile, yeah. rowdy reptiles. I mean, it's a it's a tough place
0: to play. It's a place they've lost a bunch of games to get down that big to not have Ashton Hagen's period to have all these people kind of questioning you because you blew the last game to have quickly foul out. that's maybe the SEC player of the year and you didn't have him for the last nine minutes of this comeback, right? Um, Maxi can't buy a bucket, although his one make was a three during the comeback. Um, I, I was just—I don't know. I, I think it's a—it says a lot about that group to to face that situation with a bunch of guys who aren't used to having to play the roles they played. I mean, just like not, like in size, like how much of a role they had to play, and also specific roles, like. Tyrese Maxey is the full-time point guard. And, you know, Keon Brooks had played a lot of four this year, and he's playing the three and, and all those things. Right. Uh, I cannot believe they won the game. I, 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 mean, I can't either. I, just, I mean, I really can't.
1: Juzang played a career high in minutes. I mean, let me just – a few of the, the nuggets, the numbers that you know, but I just want to get them out here. So you get two threes from each. Manuel Quickly, Johnny Juzang – and Keon Brooks, who was three of seventeen entering the game from three, with his last make being against Fairly Dickinson on December seventh, <laughs> he goes that's two amazing. of two from three, and and then you got one each from Tyrese Maxey and Nate Sestina. Five different guys hit a three for you. um Then in the last what was it eight and a half minutes, Keon Brooks has seven of his ten points, and. And those seven points made John Calipari go, okay. Well, let's run this play for him yeah, to win the well, game for us in the m- final seconds. Maybe the most, maybe the
0: most surprising thing of all that took us a while to get to is that that is that that John Calipari at the end of that game drew up a play for Keon Brooks. Right. You could not have gotten odds in Vegas on that that you know Keon Brooks was going to be the go to guy at the end of a game. They're trying to storm back and win at Florida uh at the end of the regular season or any game i mean no. he's not he has not been the go-to guy he wasn't the go-to guy in like you know podunk you games it's just it's pretty remarkable
1: and, and it is and the, 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 the couple things that they sucked at all season you know uh offensive glass and second chance points uh they 21 and to six and second chance points in favor of Kentucky 15 to two in the second half offensive rebounds 10 offensive rebounds in the second half Nate Sistina five of his six rebounds were offensive rebounds and that's something that had killed the cats and they just went and got after it like they made their minds up that they were doing that and they did he had
0: a couple big putback dunks he had like that follow
1: slam to cut it to six with six minutes to go
0: yeah, he was cleaning up a lot of stuff, and, and even stuff that I don't think necessarily got recorded as rebounds for him. He was, like, poking, you know, keeping a hand mm-hmm. in there, keeping balls alive that other guys were able to get to. That was the best Sestina's played overall. You know, he's had maybe some other LSU big, big game. stat games. That, that's the best he's played overall, I guess, since probably LSU, and and maybe even better than that. I mean, it might have been his best game since the Ohio State game because of, because of the stakes and, and how important what he did was down the stretch.
1: And Maxie um, – it was, almost goes back to, like, Hagan's game against Auburn where Calipari says, Hagen's can go 2 of 13 if he plays defense like that and has the assist and all that. Well, in this game, Maxi can go 1 of 11 if he has 7 assists and 1 turnover and 5 rebounds, you know? Because he was distributing the ball and getting it in places, and they didn't turn the ball over. Like, over the final eleven fifty. UK went thirteen of nineteen from the field, three of four from three, zero turnovers, and outscored Florida thirty-two to thirteen.
0: By the way, let's update this ridiculous stat. As it finished up in ten true road games this season, Kentucky shot forty-seven percent from three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's How nuts. Why, do they,
0: why do they shoot that well on the road? I I can't figure that out. Can't buy one at, at Rupp Arena. Almost fifty percent as a team. On the road this season.
1: And Calipari's teams, like historically, because they're so young, have struggled on the road. Like, that's been such a yeah. problem. One and of his
0: best road seasons ever.
1: Yeah. All right, we, we got more to talk about. We still haven't, uh, you know, talked much about Ashton Higgins, uh situation. Uh, and we'll do that next when the Locked On Kentucky podcast continues. This is Locked On Kentucky. Your team every day. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Kentucky podcast, and uh, we just continue to be amazed. I mean, I think you can tweet at us if you want. Can you think of a better comeback uh, than the one against Florida in the Calipari era? I I don't know. I've tried. I mean, numbers wise, like 2017, they got home. uh, Kentucky got down at home to Vanderbilt, 25 to six, but that was eight minutes to go in the first half. So. Yeah, yeah that's,
0: that's that's not the same
1: thing. I no, mean. it is not the same thing. I, eighteen I mean, points
0: just, in twelve minutes is is, I mean, there just aren't many people that that can do that 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 do that period. I would imagine it's a like infinitesimal number of people that have erased a, a margin eighteen plus in twelve minutes.
1: And not just that, but all things considered, everything that we just talked about—all yeah, the things you're not—you're not, you're not doing good.
0: that with your A team. That's—I mean—you're not even doing it with your B team. I mean, that was—that right. was the C team, um, yeah. you know. And and that's not to disparage those guys because they—they prove they—they they belong on the A team, you know, if if the situation calls for it. But to, I, it's crazy that it could work out so perfectly for John. Like if John Calipari could have scripted it. You know, how could I maximize? What could I get the? How could I get the most out of this trip to Florida? Mm-hmm. I, that would have been it. Like, prove you can <laughs> get it done without Hagens. Also, remind yourself why you need him because the way the defense was getting just killed uh, in the first half. But then, uh, okay, postseason's coming. Still not a hundred percent sure what you're going to get out of your bench. Okay, guys, what what can you do in a big way? What moment? do you got? And yeah. they they did it all. Not. One, you know, and I've said that before, like I don't think they have to have all of them. It's just on a given night, can one of them step up? Well, all three of them did. Um, that's big. Johnny is starting to hit, you know, he's shooting like 40, I think 41, 42 percent from three over the last 10 games.
1: Yeah, much um, better since that horrid start.
0: Yeah, he started like three for or two for 15 from three this season, uh, and I think seven for 31 from the field. And now he's around 40% from three and 48% from the field in the last 10 or 12 games. I mean, he, he has a lot of confidence. He's making shots. He's a real option now. That's a big deal that, you know, you have another real option there. Um, but yeah, I, I, it has to be the best comeback in the Calipari era, you know, I all, think, when you take all the factors into consideration.
1: Yeah, I think so. And then um, I thought it was um, interesting that he told him, you know, at halftime that, uh, I mean, this is, this is this could happen to you in the NCAA tournament. I mean, this is what we're getting ready to face. Do you guys just want to leave? Do you want? To, are you ready to go? Because we can go and get on the bus or, and like Nick, do you want people to remember that? Because that right. that what you just put out there is is awful. That's what you want people to remember. Like NBA people, wink wink.
0: He said it was both like he was not even on the floor and also like he was shooting with his eyes eyes closed.
1: closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: He really insulted the hell out of Nick, but it lit a fire under him.
1: And before we get to Haggins, the insult that he threw at Manuel quickly, like, again, I just don't know why the man will not give this kid a compliment. His numbers were good, like 5 of 8, 2 of 2 from from 3. He had 12 points. Uh, I mean, you didn't need those 9 points in the first half. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Uh, He needed him. And so he says... I, he says something along the lines of, "I thought one of the biggest plays to helping us win, the yeah, biggest thing that helped us win, was quickly fouling out." Yeah. Like what? What yeah. kind of gut punch are you trying to throw at him? My I mean, gut was. Man. It, was a,
0: it was a terrible foul, and he had a couple terrible fouls to foul it out. It was not yeah. um, But I, you know, I think what he essentially what he was saying in this instance was it 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 really forced all those other guys yeah. hands, right? Um, and so in that way, I guess. But, yeah, he, he does not he, he does not cut Emmanuel quickly any slack. And it's, none. It is, it is strange. Uh, I, we should end on quickly. So I, I do want to say this uh, in the big picture, um, the NCAA tournament picture, where everybody said, oh, well, they blew that game to Tennessee. They're not a two-seed anymore. Well, Joe Lenardi's got him as a two-seed, and a couple other people have him as a two-seed again. Because you have to also factor in other people lose. Uh, and people, other people keep losing left and right at the top mm. of the rankings. Kentucky's now number 20 in the net rankings, and they have nine uh, uh, top 50 wins uh, in the net ranking. Number seven, Michigan State on a neutral court. Number, se- number eight, Louisville at 22, Texas Tech. Number 27, Auburn. Uh, number 28, Florida, both home and away. Number 30, LSU at number 45, Arkansas. And number 50, Mississippi State. So... And then their SEC tournament path potentially could have them either play Tennessee or Alabama. Those are both fringe top 50 teams. Um, Tennessee, I think, would be a better win for them Then potentially Florida in the semifinal again. Uh, or Mississippi then, State. Or Mississippi State. Both those would be top 50. And then LSU, probably LSU or Auburn again in the – title game so they could they could possibly get three more top 50 wins in the span of the weekend yeah uh, which would give them a dozen which would give them a very strong case bad losses or not for a two or and would be a a lock i would think for a three yeah Um, so that's kind of where things stand in the big picture
1: all right well before we we end this podcast because we can talk you know before the sec tournament uh starts we can definitely talk more about you know The the tournament itself and uh, the the NCAA tournament and where they might go, uh, all that stuff. But what Ashton Hagen's you know, before the game. So so let's go back to Friday. Calipari's asked about it. He has a brief, you know, very brief uh, press conference, like five minutes when they're normally like 10 or 12. And he's... He kind of says, ah, heat of the moment thing with Ashton Hagens." But at that moment when he was talking to the media, he absolutely knew that Ashton was not going on the trip to Gainesville. Yes, because um, they were about and, to get on the bus. Yeah. And so, and then he tweets, you know, before the game, hey, uh, a couple days ago Ashton came to me and he said, yeah, he needs some personal time uh, to step away. And so I support him. Uh, yeah, we're, we're he's not with us. He's not making the trip to Florida. And – one, I don't think he wanted Mike White to know right. that, that he wasn't going to be there. And two, uh, you know, Friday night uh, sportscast and and uh, internet and everything else, he didn't want that exploding right. o- on that either, the news cycle, all that. So I get that. But then finally after the game, there's a chance there uh, to ask him about it and uh, – he said something uh, that it's, he said it's personal. Uh, he came to me. He said he's in a bad way. And then he moves on and goes into all the pressures and all the outside things, all the forces uh, that align against you and make it tough to play at Kentucky, which is true. That's why he says Kentucky is not for everybody. It's because of this, this the way it is. When you're not playing well, the, the world comes down on you. Um, and then... Uh, you asked him if he would be back for the tournament and you said he, he fully expects him to be back for the tournament. And then lastly, the most interesting part that I heard was that hopefully he returns an inspired young man. And if he's not ready to be that, we'll go with who we got.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He said my first response, he ended that big, long, I thought fairly thoughtful, um, answer about Ashton and said, my first responsibility is the health and well-being of my players. And when a guy yeah. tells me, coach, I got to step away. I'm with it. Tell me why, tell me what you're thinking. What is it? Bang. I'm good. I'll see you when we get back. And hopefully what you'll see is an inspired young man. So, um, you know, there's tons of speculation swirling about what happened. Was he, was it a suspension because of the argument? Was it a suspension because of some something else, you know, will it last longer? Yada, 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 yada. Um, I don't think any of that is especially helpful or uh, responsible. <laughs> to uh, you know, people are people are digging through social media posts and and uh, coming up with uh, you know theories and making drawing conclusions. I would just yeah. say I would just say uh, we just don't know. We don't know the facts of a lot of that stuff. And uh, the bottom line is something's going on with Ashton Higgins. We that's apparent. You know, he's one yeah. been physically beat up, and we know that he's been pretty clearly sort of mentally struggling. Mm. Um, you know, his dad has talked about that. I, when I wrote a story a week or so ago, he was talking about all the abuse that he was catching from fans, his father was, and how frustrating that is. I mean, the kid's got a lot of pressure on him and a lot a lot of stuff going right. on. So I thought it, when I mean, we talked about this for two weeks, like he needed a game off. And if, mm-hmm. if what happened at Tennessee was the catalyst or something else was the catalyst, it was really good for him, I think. To have to step away and take a breath and whether it was forced or chosen by him, as Cal Perry has said, uh, and then I think the most encouraging thing, if you're a Kentucky fan, and if you're Cal Perry, to see was that he, speaking of social media, was uploading videos of himself watching the game at the at the lodge and yeah. going crazy celebrating it. Um, you know, he was really, yeah. really excited for those guys. You know, running down the hall, screaming, "Let's go!" Uh, he tweeted like right after Cal announced on Twitter that he wasn't going to be there Saturday. He said, "I'll be like something like I'll be right back, like never again." You know. Uh, yeah. So this is, I think, this is going to be. We'll see him. I think we'll see him this weekend. Uh, and at that point, when you do that math, which we had done a few times, trying to figure out when they might sit him, uh huh. They go from Tuesday night, last Tuesday night, until Friday, basically ten days off. Yeah. And, excuse me, that could be huge for them. You know, a mental, physical break, uh, a, like a wake-up call maybe for Ashton Hagens. like mm-hmm. get it together. These guys will, can and will do it without me. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I think that's the other thing about the, you know, the. It, you could have gone two ways in terms of how people feel coming out of that game. That goes for the team. I think it goes for the Hagen situation. And I think people feel more positively from all the comments and from what they saw from Ashton Hagen's Saturday um, publicly to go, maybe this isn't going to be a complete like meltdown yeah. disaster. You know?
1: and, we, and again, we do not know for certain what it is. Right. Uh, you know, personal, did he do something wrong? Is he in trouble? We don't know. What we do know is that Calipari was saying that he felt F- fully expected him. Felt pretty good that he was going to be back for the SEC tournament. So whatever it is, it's not so bad, right? That it's going, you know, that right. he can't come back after missing one game, which right. isn't that big of a deal. Whatever it is,
0: I mean, guys miss a game all, you know, over the right. course of seasons all the time. It's one of the reasons I thought they should sit him. Like, there's, it's not yeah. a big deal. It's not, you know, it's not a big deal. You've clinched the SEC. Sit him. I would have sat him for the Tennessee game. Uh, and then maybe you wouldn't have had some of this drama, but uh, it all, I think it all ultimately kind of worked out for Kentucky. And now if they can if all those guys can do what they did without him and you can get him back and he's a refreshed version of himself, mm-hmm. He plays a little more disciplined. Uh, if he's got his legs under him a little better because of that time off, you know, if you add the best version of Ashton Hagens to that version of Kentucky, the other Kentucky players from Saturday, there's not anybody they can't beat.
1: Hey, and maybe Ashton, by sitting back and watching that game, uh, said, "Wow, Johnny just showed me something. Keon just showed me something right. that I can trust them even more." Tyrese Maxey, uh,
0: by the way, seven assists, one turnover. He didn't. Right. He couldn't buy a bucket, but he took care of the basketball, and that's like yeah. the, that's all they're asking their point guard to do.
1: Yeah, is take, take care, care of, of the, the basketball
0: and distribute it to everybody else.
1: Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for us on this edition of Locked On Kentucky. But uh, do make sure to check out uh, some of the other shows that we have on Locked On, uh, like uh, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On SEC. That's right. We have an SEC podcast as well. Uh, Until we talk to you tomorrow, follow us on Twitter. I am at D-R-I-E-F-F-E-R. Kyle is at? Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. Yeah, you got any questions or anything? We'll answer them. Uh, on uh, future episodes. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great Monday. You are
0: locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.